Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for the Nathan Brown Show on 106.7 Buzz 2. Inside the 15, Bears want to go quickly. Fake the handoff. Outside they go. Richmond, stutter step. At the 5. Into the end zone! Touchdown for the third time! Kristen Richmond's got a hat trick! And the Bears take the lead! How about it? Over the next hour, Coach Brown and Bears broadcaster Justin Acri will recap the previous games, highlight outstanding performances, and look ahead to what's next for Central Arkansas football. Third and long here for Braylon Smith. Will they throw on third down? Nope. Hale up the middle. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown Central Arkansas! Cherry on top, Darius Hale, his seventh of the season. The freshman is feasting. The Nathan Brown Show is presented by Walk-On's Sports Bistro and broadcasted live at their location at 955 South Amity Road. Hudson, part of a three-receiver set to the right side. They're going to hand it off to Hale. He's going to go left side. At the five, four, three, two, touchdown. Central Arkansas, Darius Hale for the third time tonight. Hat trick for Richmond in the last outing. Darius Hale gets the first of his career tonight, and the Bears are cruising. And also brought to you in part by Splash Car Wash, AT&T, Highland Dairy, Conway Corp, Laquita Inn and Suites Conway, Conway Regional, DDS Dentures and Implants, HD Roofing and Construction, and the Arkansas Beef Council. There goes Hale up the middle. He's gone. He's going to go to the house. All the way to the end zone. He got caught at the end, but he's in for another score, another long run. 50-plus yards by Darius Hale. Late flag comes in, but it was after the score, and Darius Hale is over 200 yards on the night. Unbelievable performance by the freshman this evening. Now let's head to walk-ons and join Nathan Brown and Justin Acree. Bears looking to double pass here. Kylan James. With time, has an opportunity downfield, caught. Gerard Barnes is off to the races. 20, 10, 5. The Bears are the best in America at the running back pass for touchdowns. Kylan James, the only returner on this team that completed a pass last year, and he does it again, and this one goes to the house. All right, welcome in. Back to walk-ons here for the Nathan Brown Show. Justin Acri and the coach. Got a couple of players who will be here, and, Hey, where's the lie? Uh, Bears, unfortunately, fall short at Southeast Missouri State, 35-27. But, Coach, uh, the double pass has been perfected here in Conway. And, obviously, there's some technique. you got to have the right talent. But you guys must be calling it at the right time just about every time because it works. It's like, it's like what is it, 60% of the time works every time? Yeah. Every time works every time with you guys just about. Well, it, it, one, it's good timing on the play call. I think that's the main key is, is picking, your, picking your moments to take your shots. Uh, but yeah, that's something you got to practice. I mean, if you don't practice and, and rep something like that with a uh, you know a non-quarterback position player throwing the football, you're not going to be good at it. But you know, we kind of started that with the Carlos Blackman package. Uh, he threw three or four touchdowns in his career, had some big moments uh, doing that out of the backfield. And and Kylan James has always been kind of a similar player to Carlos, very versatile, can do a lot of things. 
uh, not just run the ball great and catch the ball great, but he also has good arm. Played played baseball in high school, and uh, he's a weapon in that area. And, and again, I mean, I'm not trying to spill the beans, but we're going to continue to use that, and and uh, hopefully it opens up opens him up even more when we get the ball out to him in the flat. That hey, crap, this guy can throw. Right? Yeah. I mean, so hopefully defense is always aware of that. Well, he is. He's kind of a Swiss Army knife. I'll tell you. I saw him playing basketball, just goofing around at media day, and dude's a, dude's a stud. I mean, just a, just a good all around athlete. Yeah, he, he well, he comes from Dumas, Arkansas, where you know you when you when you grow up there, you play probably play four sports. Yeah, and that's what he did. He grew up. He was a football, basketball, baseball, ran track. Uh, you know, heck, he probably played soccer too. If they had soccer, I don't know. But they, but he was—he's obviously a multi-sport athlete. And we love getting guys like that in our program. Well, keep scouring the small towns. Gosnell's been good to you. Yep. And uh, yeah, now now some other small towns have certainly fed you some talent. But uh, coach, a tough loss. I mean, bottom line, you know, your team's sitting here now at one and three, and I know we all feel like you got a good football team. The problem is you played an Ole Miss team that's headed to, you know, goodness only knows how big a bowl game. Maybe back to the Sugar Bowl the way they're going right now. Um, you know, a Missouri State team that lost over the weekend to an incredibly good South Dakota State team, but, you know, they look like a playoff team. Then, obviously, this is a SEMO team that you feel like is probably head of the playoffs as well. So the problem is the, the tasks don't get much easier going forward. You're playing the number six team, team in the country this weekend. Yeah, it, well, and that's that's part of the territory of playing in a great conference, one. Uh, you know, and, and we haven't even hit the conference play yet. But, but two, you've, you've, you've got you've to be battle-tested. I mean, look, I, I – any time we get a schedule and we put together a, a, a year, um, Dr. Teague always does some of the best jobs at getting getting some big games. And, and, and I, you know, the fortunate thing to that is you, you get battle tested. You know, the unfortunate thing is is you, you're, you've got minimal error, and, and especially early in the year. And so, uh, you know, we knew this was going to be a tough three-game road stretch. We're thankful we get to come back home for two weeks now. Um, you know, basically being away from home for a month is not easy. You know, so getting the opportunity to uh, to get back uh, get back in the saddle here in Conway is going to be huge. But um, you know, our, our guys in that locker room, we're, I, I, I've said it, and I'm going to continue to say it. We're a, we're a good football team. Uh, you know, since the Ole Miss game, we kind of turned the page as a as a program. We're one and one in that since Ole Miss uh, against two FCS opponents, both on the road, both tough road trips. Um, and, and really we felt like we had our chances on Saturday. If you watch the film and truly break it down, we had a chance to win the game. And we just didn't come up with enough plays when it mattered. It was a, excuse me, an afternoon marked by big plays. You know, Gerard Barnes on the double pass, the recipient of the Kylan James pass, made it 7-7. You had an 85-yard fumble recovery by T.D. Williams. We'll hear a little bit later. And that was, a you know, a decision that was questionable by their quarterback, but it bounced. You know, but football's a funny-shaped ball, and it bounces funny sometimes, but it bounced right into T.D.'s hands, and, he knew what to do with it. He went the other direction in a hurry. 85 yards later is in the end zone. They come back with a 62-yard pass. And then later on the backbreaker, Coach, second time this year you guys have given up a kick return for a touchdown. And I'm sure that's something you guys have scoured over the last couple of days trying to figure out what the heck's going on. That's a something we're not used to seeing on special teams around here. Well, and, and, and part of it's personnel, part of it's scheme. Uh, you know, part of it's just, just, uh, just, just momentum of the game. Uh, we, 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 it's, it's un, un, unheard of for us to do that. It's not okay. Uh, we will get it corrected. Uh, I know Coach Scott, our special teams coordinator, is working tirelessly on it. And, it, and bottom line, it's going to come down to us probably playing some of our top line guys on, on kickoff. You know, we, we've got a lot of our top line guys. We're going to talk to one here in a minute, and Cameron Godfrey, who plays a lot of special teams. And, uh, you know, our punt unit is really good for us right now. And uh, a lot of those guys are starters on offensive defense. And so we've got to do the same thing on kickoff. We've got to get the right personnel in there. We've got to get some playmakers on that on that unit, and then I think good things will happen. Um, Kylan James, coach, I, I don't, I'm trying to find the stat here. His quarterback rating was like 1,100 after that one for one for a touchdown the other night. But 
Uh, not quite that high for for uh, Will McIlvain, but another solid yeah. performance from him. And, you know, again, he seems to be getting increasingly comfortable. I ran into his dad before the game, and he talked about how he clearly, he's been, he's a guy that coached him as a yeah. youngster, clearly wasn't comfortable in game one, especially in the first half. And then obviously the old Miss game, you know, you run for your life a lot of the time, unfortunately, yeah. against that team. Um, but, you know, the last couple of games looks like he's settling in. How would you evaluate his performance? Well, I think he had a good night. I mean, I, I, he would be the first to tell you that we were probably two or three plays and decisions away from him having a huge night, uh, which could have resulted in maybe 14 to 17 more points. Uh, and, and that's, that's the again, like I said on, on in the onset, that, you know, the, 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 the error margin is very minimal when you're playing a good football team, and SEMO is a very good football team to me. Uh, future playoff team probably probably has a chance to win the OBC conference and and uh, and will if he makes a couple decisions uh, a little quicker you know maybe uh, maybe see something a little different uh, you know it might be a different result in the game so he's continuing to grow you know we were talking about this as a staff earlier I mean you talk about uh, you know you know losing one of the greats to play here in Braylon Smith over the last three or four years and I, I, I go back to his first four starts and I'm telling you we were beating our head up against the wall uh, because of some of the decisions he was making then, and and he just continued to grow and get better and better and better, and and, and I expect nothing different out of Will. He's done it at this level. He's done it at a high level. He's done it here. You know, it's just it's just making the small decisions that can change a game. What I want to see him grow and do is be the guy we brought him here to do. Uh, in in spite of some of the situations or maybe what other guys do, go win a game for us, right? Go win a game. That's what quarterbacks are supposed to do. They're supposed to go be the difference maker. Go win a game. Make the make the big play when it needs to be made. Put the team on your back and go win the game. And so hopefully we see that as we continue to move forward. All right, hear the music. Got to take a timeout. We will come back. We're going to visit with uh, one of the Bears' defensive backs, a guy that has uh, been prominently featured on a lot of our highlights over the last couple of seasons. Cam Godfrey will join us in just a bit. And a uh, truncated season last year, unfortunately, but going to be all 11, 12, 13, 14 who knows how many games this year. So yep. we'll visit with him on the other side. Stay with us. We're back here at Walk-Ons in Conway with the Nathan Brown Show after this. If you have a question or comment for the head bear, send Justin a message on Twitter at JustinAkery7. Now back to the Nathan Brown Show, presented by Walk-On's Sports Bistro in Conway, 955 South Amity Road, on the Buzz Radio Network. Hand off. No, play action. De Laurent, he'll run again. Throws it backwards. Fumble, and the Bears have it, and they're going the other way. 50, 40, 30, 20, 10. Touchdown, Central Arkansas. And TD's in the name. TD Williams to the house. All right, well, that was a fun moment. An 85-yard fumble recovery in return for T.D. Williams, and we're back here at Walk-Ons with the Nathan Brown Show, Coach Brown, and we're going to talk to Cam Godfrey here in just a second. Coach, uh, you know, again, opportunistic defense, and it seems like, boy, you guys haven't gotten a lot of help from your opponents this year. It was nice to see a mistake made and you guys able to capitalize on it with that return. I'll tell you what, I've been so proud of our defense really through the first four weeks. I mean, we played winning football. Uh, you know, take Ole Miss out of that, and they're just a different animal. But, you know, the three – FCS games. Our defense has put us in a position to, to win the game. I mean, we look turnovers. They had a they had a, a score on their end against Idaho State as well. Um, you know, we're, we're we we would like to get guys off on third down more, and we're going to continue to get better at that uh, with just some of our uh, blitz packages and sub packages and some different things. But 
But look, uh, and we're about to talk to Cameron Godfrey. I mean, he he's he's kind of the quarterback of the back end of that defense. But those guys have been playing good. I mean, we gave up some yards on Saturday, but man, they stopped them when we needed it. And uh, you know, when you give up 21 points to a high-powered offense on defense, that's pretty good night's work. No doubt about it. Well, let's bring Cam in now, the uh, junior from Spring, Texas, down in the Houston area. And you know, we were talking a minute ago, Cam. Shortened season last year. I know you're eager to play all 11 plus this year. It's good to see you. How you doing? Are you on there? Let's see here. We got you? I have to swap him out there, Coach. Not sure what the deal is there. I put him on the wrong spot there. We'll get him squared away. How's that? Yeah, good to be here. Okay, good to see you. Sorry about that. I don't know what we did there, but uh, sorry it's my first time with the new equipment. Um, so, you know, obviously tough one this week. And as Coach was just mentioned, look, you guys have played well enough to win just about every week so far. How would you assess the defense's performance through through the four games this, thus far? Uh, I think we played well, but we still haven't reached our goals. Uh, as a defense, we want to get three turnovers and just be dominant every game. And we played solid, but obviously we haven't been dominant, so we, we need to uh, be perfectionist on the defensive side. What did you see on the TD play where he got it and took off? Man, uh, we watched film on that play yesterday, and to see the sideline lit up when TD scooped and scored it, we had players running all the way down the sideline, basically scored with them on the sideline, ran the pool. 110 yards so it was really exciting to see that from the sideline so with the time you missed last year any upside to that i mean were you able to do anything and as a player you know anything you could learn uh i suppose there was probably some some coaching being done over there on the sideline by you uh yeah a lot of coaching um basically holding coach scott's um sheets of calls back there uh definitely reevaluated some of our personnel like noticing little things when guys are tired and just being more of a leader, you know, understanding uh, what I need to tell guys, what I emphasize during a game, or, uh, you know, some people need to know when they need to focus back in. So just learning my players a little bit more. This is a uh, out-of-the-frying-pan-into-the-fire kind of schedule here. We were talking before the show. I mean, you got, you know, ranked team coming up this week. Jacksonville State's not eligible for the rankings, but I think most people would agree they would be a top 25 team. Obviously, Kennesaw State, the pick to win the conference. And, I mean, just some – it's just a gamut coming up here for you guys. Obviously, you got to take it week by week. Give me kind of the thoughts going in. I mean, Coach and I talked to post game. I mean, it's almost like you get into playoff mode at this point already. Yeah, um, we got our hands full, but that's I wouldn't want it any other way. I wouldn't want to be playing a bunch of slaps teams. You know, I want to play the best so we can uh, so we can do our best against them, so everybody can see us. You guys have had some memorable games against Austin P. You haven't played them a lot, but. Um, you go back to like the COVID year. It was the first game in college football that year. It was a pretty exciting, momentous occasion, and you guys got a lot of national attention from that one. But uh, any thoughts on Austin P? Um, they're a good football team, but I really think we can get the best of them on defense. Uh, looked at a lot of them on film. Uh, I really think if we uh, eliminate the explosive plays and stop the run, I think we can we can hold them pretty well. You know, UCA's obviously recruited the Houston area pretty heavily. What was the attraction for you coming up here and, and being part of what they've got going here? Man, my um, my official visit was just a time for me. I had a blast. I just uh, felt like I was at home, and especially since the players that were here and the people that were here really uh, made me enjoy my time. And not to mention, uh, they were really well. We were, they were really good. Uh, 2018, that was, or 27, no, 2017. Uh, so a lot of other schools that were um, that were recruiting me, UCA would invite invited me on a trip on the same school that was recruiting me and they actually beat them pretty good that year so i like i like to win that's why most of the reason i came here yeah winning's fun there's no question about that you know there's been a lot of movement cam with uh with the conferences and you know you had some traditional rivalries back in the southland 
Then you adjust into the A-Sun, and then the A-Sun sort of shifts around again with some, some movement with the teams there. Does that make things difficult? Or are you excited by that, playing different teams now? I'm excited. You know, it's, it's good to see uh, different colors, different teams, different coaches, different schemes. You know, it's not get old, but, you know, it's always good to see a new face. Talk mostly to offensive guys about this, you know, from a couple weeks ago, but I want to get your thoughts on being at Idaho State a couple of Saturdays ago and playing indoors. And that's something you guys will have an opportunity to do again next year at Notre, uh, North North Dakota State. said Notre Dame. Might be his toughest playing at Notre Dame. Uh, but anyway, so we're going to play in front of a packed house now instead of like it was during the uh, COVID year. But how, how did you like that? How was that different for you guys? Uh, I like playing uh, indoors. We also played North Dakota State indoors. It was really fun. Um I never had a problem with hydration or anything, and playing in the AC is always great to me. So I, I had I had fun playing indoors. I figured you'd like super hot. I figured that was right up your alley, being where you're from. Oh, no, it's nowhere close to where I'm. Yeah, it's really hot back back home. <laughs> so this is okay. This is pretty easy. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Yeah, walking what, apart. What's an ideal like game? Give me give me perfect conditions weather wise for you. Perfect conditions, probably about 80, 75. That's pretty good to me. Okay. Not too cold. I don't like the cold. <laughs> no, that's it's not fun, and it will be uh, hopefully hopefully we have a mild uh, late fall here for you guys. So this week you guys are playing a team that is very very balanced uh, as a safety. I mean, what what are some keys for you? They're two twenty six rush, two twenty four pass. I mean, you can't get much more balanced than that. What what are what are your keys this week against a team like that that really is balanced? Also, they've got a quarterback who's very adept at running the football. Um, as a back end, as long as we um, eliminate the perimeter. So they throw a lot of a lot of passes on the perimeter to the receivers or to running backs. So if, if we can dominate the perimeter, I think we'll be fine and get lined up the formation. They like to play a lot of tricks and games and line up in something, motion or something else. So as long as we get lined up and win the perimeter, I think we can do our part. Their top three receivers are 5'9", 5'8", and 5'11". I can relate. <laughs> uh, except I can't do the things that these guys are doing right now. They're all been, they've been very productive. What, what's harder for a guy to, for you to, uh, to deal with, a, a guy who's short and quick or a guy who's a – a big body receiver, but maybe not quite as fast. Um, definitely short and quick. Uh, big body receiver, at least you you know you can stay with them. But kind of short and quick is a little bit more difficult to deal with, uh, knowing their speed coming off the line or their side to side speed when running a route. Uh, but a bigger guy, you know, you can kind of stick with them, play a little bit off, catch up to them on a deep ball. So it's a little bit easier that way. Speaking of catch up, you said Mondays are catch up day for you on rest and schoolwork. What, what's a, what's a typical Monday for you? Typical Monday, so I'm sleeping in till about nine, nine thirty. Uh, make breakfast, head up to um, I'll head up to the facility. I watch film. I watch special teams with our special teams coordinator. And then uh, I watch film by myself, just on the uh, the next opponent's offense. And then we held we have DB player led DB uh, film, just uh, the DBs in there. So I, I hold that for DB, for the DBs on the Monday. Then about the, when I'm done with that, I go to the training room, usually get in the ice tub, then I just head back home and chill for the rest of the day. you have roommates? Uh, I do. Football roommates? Yes, sir. Who, who, do, you, who do you live with? Uh, Cameron Cuevas. Okay. So who's who does the most cooking? Definitely me. I, I cook a lot. I cook a lot. What's your specialty? What if you're trying to impress somebody? If I'm trying to impress somebody? My tacos are pretty good. Okay. So, yeah, my tacos are pretty good. Go with good. tacos. I like yeah. that. Well, listen, uh, good luck this week. I appreciate you coming on with us tonight. And uh, not every Monday ends with a dinner at Walk-On, so this will be all right, right? Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. About, to, I'm about to eat very Let's well. smash. <laughs> okay. Well, good luck this week, and I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. That is uh, Cam Godfrey.
and looking forward to the next couple of years with him out on the field. We'll get the headset fixed up for Frazier before he comes over here. Going to talk to one of the big ones up front coming up in just a bit here. Got the beef report on Austin P. 4-1 and one already. They've already played five games. Number 16 in the coaches poll, number 22 in the stats poll, and coming off a win over a Eastern Kentucky team that's awfully salty too. So doing some good things. Um, coach with Cam, I mean, obviously he's a guy that just, just since – off and on the field, just solid as a rock. He, he's, he's one of the guys that we've leaned on for the last couple of years. Um, he was mature beyond his years when we were recruiting him. Uh, but then but then he comes here and he puts it on the field. I mean, bottom line, you're talking about a two two or three-time all-conference safety uh, who, uh, who not many people know this, but spent a year playing two sports, played baseball here as well. Um, so uh, just, a, just a great athlete, comes from a great family. Uh, if you could give me a team full of Cam Godfrey's, we'd win a lot of football games. No doubt. I don't know how he is at, uh, you know, blocking pass rushers, but I definitely could use him <laughs> in a lot of different areas for sure. Yeah. Um, is he a special teams guy too? Oh, said? yeah. He's got to be out there. Where, where do you use him? We, he's, he's, on, he's on our first punt. He'll probably be on our first kickoff this year, this week. Well, he's a good guy to have out there for sure. All right, we're going to take a time out. We'll talk a little more about the offensive uh, performance last week. Coming up, we're going to talk to left tackle Frazier Rose out of Greenwood, Mississippi. And uh, much more ahead. We'll look ahead as part of our beef report, too, at the upcoming team. Next up on the stripes, it's Austin P. as we mentioned. They're 4-1, balanced attack, very solid defensively, have not allowed a rushing touchdown all season long. I know the Bears love to put an end to that. So we'll talk about that coming up. Stay tuned. Much more with the Nathan Brown Show here at Walk-Ons in Conway after this. You're listening to the Nathan Brown Show, presented by Walk-On's Sports Bistro in Conway, where everything is made from scratch, bringing Cajun cuisine to life. Now, back to Coach Brown and Justin on the Buzz Radio Network. Calls for it, gets it, hands it up the middle, and touchdown Central Arkansas. Well, that was much ado about nothing. Hale on the next play rams it right into the end zone. It's give that offensive line a lot of credit. Everybody in the stadium knows what's coming. And finally, when they have to run the ball, they do. All right, welcome back here to Walk-Ons in Conway. And for context, what I was referring to is the fact that I thought your guy was in on the play before, and they made you do it again. It's like, okay, fine, we'll score now. How about that? I still haven't seen an angle where you could overturn that. But that, that, that never here nor there. It didn't matter because we scored the next play. But, man, they they split hairs on that one. They sure did. <laughs> Six-play, 76-yard drive. That capped the scoring, unfortunately. Didn't get a chance to uh, punch it in again, Coach. But, um, you know, Darius Hale continued to do what he does. I mean, he's a touchdown maker. We saw him with three the week before, and then he got another one this last week. So uh, not quite back on track for the 17 he had last year on the ground, 18 overall. But, Certainly picking up the pace here lately. Yeah, and and if you look at the last two games, I mean, to have four touchdowns combined between the two games, I mean, he, he's obviously very productive. That's why he's that's why he's one of the best running backs in the country, um, and he's going to continue to he's going to continue to get better. I mean, bottom line is, I don't I think this time last year he was around the same boat, and and uh, he just kept getting stronger and stronger and stronger throughout the season. And you know, when you're built like he is, which is similar to a brick house, I mean. You know, it, it, it takes a toll on defenses as the, as the season wears on. 
Well, the, the, before we bring in Frazier here, and again, this is not the setup an offensive lineman once, but, you know, obviously it was a struggle to run the football, yeah. and I think that's an understatement. You know, very rarely, in fact, I can't remember ever having a game where you guys rushed for less than a yard per carry, and, you know, obviously it was a CMO team that was stacked up to, to stop the run initially, and they were able to do that largely through the day to get the rushing touchdown late. But what were the, and look at the tape, the biggest issues with what they did and what you guys were able to accomplish well, there? Well, I, I think a little bit of it, a little bit of it was schematically. I think, uh, I think they, they won, like, just like you said, they stacked, stacked the box. And so Will made a lot of throws off of some of our run pass option stuff that were, you know, could have been good runs or just the box count dictated him to throw it. So uh, they, we knew going in that they played those safeties really tight which in turn allowed us to, you know, throw the ball down the field a good bit. So, uh, it, and, and honestly, you'll see a similar setup this week uh, with Austin P. a similar front defensively and, you know, same kind of uh, aggression with their with their secondary guys. So, we, as coaches, we got to be creative. we got to get our, put our players in a, in a position to have success. But at the same time, we also, uh, you know, we pride ourselves on running the football, and I think at times you have to run the football when they know you're going to run the football. All right. And, uh, and we've got to get better at that. Well, and, and luckily, I mean, that's been the case. You guys have been able to do that a lot of the time this year. So, uh, unfortunately, that wasn't the case on Saturday. Let's bring in Fraser now. 6'6", 300, redshirt freshman from Greenwood, Mississippi. Good to see you. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry about the headset thing earlier there. I want to apologize to Cam. we got got things worked out here. But uh, so, you know, obviously Saturday was a little bit frustrating and disappointing, but also you guys have shown plenty of signs that you can move the ball and score on just about anybody. How, how do you feel through four games? Um, I mean, nobody wants to have 16 rushing yards on a game, but, I mean, we've shown we can run the ball with anybody. We have a three-headed monster in the bat with Darius, uh, Tristan, and Kylan. I'm not worried about our run game in the future. So as far as your time here, I mean, just get, kind of give me an overview of your experience at Central Arkansas. Um, Coach Brown, one of the first things he said while I was getting recruited was people can come here and it's not usual that freshmen play, so I took that to heart, and I got in with the red shirt workout group and worked my butt off. And uh, you know, now it's my time to be on the line and be part of that rushing uh, passing offense we have. Yeah, I thought especially you know most of the time there've been a couple of breakdowns, but especially the pass uh, protection. You guys have done a great job with Will. Um, how has it been adjusting to him as the starting quarterback? Um, Will's definitely. A more mobile quarterback than Braylon. That's not the shame Braylon any, but Braylon did stay back yeah. in the pocket more. Uh, so you don't always know what your D lineman's going to do. You can kick back one, two, and Will might be going one direction. You don't know until he's past your line of sight. Real talk, Frazier. Are you a Viking? <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm. <laughs> I'm a Delta boy from Greenwood, Mississippi. You're a big, blonde monster. I mean, I just was wondering because there may be some Viking blood way back. Have you done like a genealogy check? You know, I had a uh, 23andMe test for Christmas two years ago. My family wanted to see it because uh, most of my family's redhead. So when I came out white blonde, they were like, yep, it's somewhere in our DNA. <laughs> we're over there. That's good. I mean, for an offensive lineman, that, that's a good thing. Right. I want you to do some pillaging this week on that defensive line. You make them pay. We need to. Yeah. How do you feel playing on the stripes? What's it like for you, for a guy that's uh, from Mississippi? It's a Unique field. I did see there's a, I think it's a high school coach maybe. There's copy in the stripes. Saw that. What's uh, what's it like playing at home? Um, I only played on a turf field, I think, once or twice in high school. So then you come here and it's a turf field and it's purple and gray striped. Uh, It'll give you a headache the first few practices, but you get used to it after a while. Do you notice it after the game gets going? You don't. It's second nature now. I mean, we practice on it every day, so it's kind of. I've had a lot of people ask me about it. They're like, how do you do it? How do you call it? And I'm like. Honestly, once like you get through the first three plays, you don't even pay any attention no. to it. It's just another field. It's weird. You would never believe that, but it's true. Now, we go to Eastern Washington. 
not the same thing. Ooh. That blood red field will burn your eyeballs, yeah, I'm telling a, you. That's a different animal. But it would be nice to go back out there in the playoffs, wouldn't it? Absolutely. We'd all sign up for that right now. What's, uh, what are you studying here, Frazier? Uh, I'm a biology major. And what's your long-term plan? Um, I'm taking classes towards the PT and nursing school here. Okay. It's a good one to be in for sure. So give me some keys about getting back on track. What do we need to do, especially in the run game? What did you guys what'd you see when you watched the tape? I mean, anything that stood out to you? You know, SEMO uh, ran a three-down front, but they, they stacked the box, like Coach Brown said. And uh, a lot of it was schematic. They were slanting on almost every play, either towards or away from our tight ends. Uh, I think deep down our line needs to uh, a little gut check. We hadn't had a lot of 15-yard penalties for blocking too long. Or, and I think we might need one or two of those just to set a tone earlier. I like that. I like it. That's very good. I saw a video this week. It was just a tease for the video. I don't know if you saw it, Coach. The, uh, the not the dream team, the redeem team, the basketball yep, team. Yep, yep. And Kobe Bryant was going up against Pau Gasol, who's his teammate in the NBA. And he told the guys, first play, I'm running right through. He knew exactly what they were going to run, and he did. He laid them out. Awesome. And Powell's looking around like, what just happened? Now, he knew it wasn't going to go over very well, and he was going to call for a foul, but he, he did set the tone. So there is something to that for an offensive lineman, Frazier, you're telling me? I mean, I'm not looking to go out and get a 15-yard penalty ever, but I think if you come out in the first few plays and you let the defense line know that, hey, we're, we're going to run the ball this week and there's not going to be anything you can do to stop it, I think I think it's a, it helps you up even for your passing game, makes them want to, all right, let me, let me wait a second before I shoot out and go hit this big guy. So, yeah. Um, with Darius, you mentioned the three-headed moss, but obviously Darius has gotten the, the lion's share of the attention the last couple of years. To see a guy that productive, what what stands out to you about him and, and what he does? Coach has called him a bowling ball. I mean, he's, a, he's obviously a tough guy to bring down. I mean, he is. If, you, if you've looked at his legs, man, they're, they're not normal-looking legs. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but, there, I mean, he works. He does. Uh, he's in the weight room just as much as anybody else, squatting more than anybody else. So, I mean, I trust him. I want him running. I always ask skill guys this, Frazier. Who's somebody that you sort of model your game after, somebody you look up to? Is there a lineman that you grew up watching like, yeah, that dude does it right? Um, I like Trent Williams a lot. Um, Quentin Nelson's another one. I play tackle, though, so it's hard to compare with Quentin Nelson, but he's definitely one that you look up to. How long have you played tackle? Your whole career, or did you ever play inside? Uh, I've never played inside. I, I know I played running back for a couple snaps in Pee Wee. I'd love to see <laughs> that. You bucket for a? For a couple carries this year, you know, I, uh, we Tack, always tackle with, around. We have a tackle we, around play. We always talk with Coach Collins about the little uh, tackle screen, so I, I'll still promote that. But how are your hands? Uh, they're big, so I, I can imagine I can catch a pass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. That's great. Um, on the protections, I want to ask you about this. There's only really been two glaring breakdowns this year. You guys have done a good job, and you know, normally it's like you're the blindside guy, right? So. It, Problem is, you know, Will's taking his biggest shots from his front side. Now, that gives you a lot of, I mean, he deserves a lot of credit for that. He's clearly locked in on his receivers downfield so much that he's willing to take that abuse on occasion. But uh, how do the protections work up front with pass protection? It's a lot of communication, uh, who your Mike linebacker is, who your eyes work to. If this guy doesn't come, you go to that guy. But at the end of the day, like you said, we can't allow all those hits week in and week out. And We've had two that we shouldn't have, and we're working to eliminate those. Do you do you guys call those out, or is that all from Will? Uh, it depends if it's RPO or if it's a, just a straight pass play. Um, it just it really just depends on that. Gotcha. So tell me about the, the lineman room. Like, give me give me some of the like you know strongest guy, funniest guy, fastest guy, 
Goofiest uh, guy. Give me kind of the give me the give me the breakdown of the room. Uh, Huncho Jalen Hendricks is definitely the goofiest, funniest. Uh, me and Justin definitely claim we're the fastest. Um, Mayo's the biggest. He's he claims he's three forty. I don't believe it. He's a big guy. <laughs> oh, that's that's you're thinking that's not enough. Uh, I don't know. It's enough. He's moving guys, so I'm fine with it. I mean, but, with a name like Mayo, you you know you got to be kind of a bigger dude. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's good. Do you have a nickname? Uh, Milk. 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 White hair. White hair. That's We're going to go with white hair. I think we should go with the Viking. I'm going to try. From now on, you're the Viking on the broadcast. I'm fine with that. Okay. Anybody else? We got any other fair-haired linemen? Um, not, no white snows like me, no. <laughs> Love it. Man, I appreciate you coming on. Good luck this week. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Fraser Rose. That's great stuff. You know, you're not supposed to get in the way of an animal that is eating its dinner, even more so not an alignment, an offensive lineman. He's got his food over there waiting on him. Very patient with the questions today. Very impressive considering uh, his food is waiting on him. So let's get him back over there to get some dinner. But, uh, I mean, look, we've had a lot of good guys on the show over the years. The lineman coach, both sides of the ball, uh, you get some characters, man. They're, they're the best. And that, that's, what, that's the heartbeat of your team. And, and when you win championships, it's when you've got – Great offensive line play, great defensive line play. And when those guys come together, something special. You know, they, there's just a different bond in a room like an offensive line room. I don't think I don't think the general public or even people that's not around the sport understand uh, the bond that they have. Because, I mean, it's it really, it's five guys in unison. And, and uh, like just like he said, on protections, on run game, I mean, they're constantly in constant communication. Uh, it, it, it's just fun to watch. And, you know, you get guys from all different parts of the, the country and backgrounds and guys like Frazier Rose who – who's from the Delta in, in, in Mississippi and, and coming to Conway, Arkansas and having success at a young age. I mean, he's a guy that could end his career with 45, 50-plus starts. I yeah. mean, that's that's what's fun to watch. That's cool. Well, we're uh, due for a break here. It is 738. We're a walk-ons in Conway coming up. We'll talk a little more about the defense and special teams. We're going to get our beef report with uh, find out a little more about Austin P. And looking forward to that conversation. Obviously, a big challenge for the Bears. It's another four o'clock start, three o'clock pregame. But get on out there. I mean, you could not ask oh, for a beautiful. better two-week window here from a weather standpoint, it's Coach. You guys fun. are in great shape. Yeah, and 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 bottom line is, is last week was extremely hot. Yes, uh, and even even I, I misjudged it on Saturday. I mean, it was a lot warmer than I thought it was going to be in, in in Cape Girardeau. But but yeah, you're right. It's going to be a beautiful beautiful day for tailgating football. Football's back in Central Arkansas. Y'all, y'all make sure you come out and support the Bears. How about 82 degrees and sunshine? Let's go Saturday. Yeah, and you see the low? It's even better. Yeah, the so, by the end, the 50s. So, by, so by the end of the game, it's going to be feeling real good. Oh, I love that. That's a beautiful thing. All right, we'll see you over the stripes on Saturday. we got much more coming up here from Walk-Ons. We'll get into the beef report coming up in a minute. Find a little bit more about the governors coming calling here in Conway. Stay tuned. We're back after this on Buzz 2, 106.7. Go purple, go gray, go UCA. You're listening to the Nathan Brown Show on the Buzz Radio Network, coming to you live from Walk-On Sports Bistro in Conway, a great place to take the family or catch the game. Now, back to Coach Brown and Justin. Ball outside, intercepted. Oh, my goodness, ball was terribly underthrown, and there is an interception by the Bears. It was James Jordan diving in there and right on cue, and the Bears needed it most. Miscommunication, underthrown, Jordan there, dives in. Great pick at the 25-yard line of Southeast Missouri State. 
All right, welcome back here to Walk-Ons in Conway. Nathan Brown, Justin Acri, and I am uh, going to put it to the power of the people. We're going to have a vote of the people. It's going to be Milk versus Viking on Twitter. Coach, we're going to do a Twitter poll. We're going to let them decide the nickname for the broadcast going forward for the big left tackle here at Central Arkansas. And you know what? We could call him the Milky Viking. We might have to combine it. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure out what it is. Bottom line, uh, I'm going to put the picture up and we'll let people decide. So who's got the best nickname on the team, you think, Coach? Oh, gosh, there's so many. I'm, I, I mean, the one that I say the most is probably T-Bird. I mean, yeah, and he's he's obviously ran with that with his little bird flock whenever yeah. he makes a tackle. I Coach mean, Kitchens cool. has virtually told us we're not allowed to call him anything but T-Bird. He says, Tamarian, I don't even is, want to hear that anymore. It is weird when people say Tamarian. I, <laughs> I, I struggle hearing that um, because he just – I call him – I just call him Bird most of the time. Uh, but, yeah, he's that, – that's a good one. I mean, there, there's so many. I mean, we call a lot of guys by – there's probably some stuff that's probably not worth saying on here, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I probably have plenty of nicknames I mean, I, not, that I don't know about. So Sir, it's all Coach, good. Dad, those are all the things they call you, Coach. Yep, you know that. Yep, yep. All right, let's talk about a couple other things here. Uh, let's talk about T-Bird for a minute. Led your team again with 12 tackles. Leads the team with 35 tackles. How about, you know, Demetrius Charles? We've been talking a lot about him, too, Coach. 24, second on the team. He's doing a good job. Got Logan Jessup back on the sack train last yep. weekend. Uh, tell me about Tebert though. What what is he doing so well that's led your team in tackles the last not only this season but last season? Well, I think he plays one. He plays two positions. He plays two different positions. If we call our base personnel on defense, he plays what we would call a nickel. So he would go down to uh, basically close to the box. So he's he's around the box a lot. Ball gets spilled to him by our defensive front, um, and he's there to make the tackle. And then and then when he, we go to a, a you know our nickel front. We'll bring in more of a a, a, a cover guy that, that plays that nickel position. He'll go to boundary safety, and, and if they run anything to the boundary, our boundary safety's got a lot of run game rules. Cameron Goffrey played that at, at young in his career. He's obviously got really good coverability, so he's moved to the field safety. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's just, he's, just, he's just in position to be around the ball, and, and most of the time he's going to get the guy down when he gets in his area. So that's, that's a positive, too. I uh, want to ask you about uh, – let's get to special teams for just a second here. Talked about the kickoff return. Did do some good things, though. Obviously, you know, let's talk about Chandler Calron. He's killing it, punting 43 yards per punt for the season and for the game the other day. And something I really loved is you guys kind of set the tone early and took the wind out of their sails. They drove down and you sniffed out a yeah. fake field goal early on. Is that something you saw on tape, or is that something you guys were ready for? Such a huge play. I mean, that, that bottom line is that's impressive by our defensive uh, unit, you know, playing their keys. I mean, uh, you, you, I, you know, I kind of could tell something was going on because – their snapper, or excuse me, their holder looked over to their sideline and got thumbs up from their head coach. So I'm sitting there going, okay, that's not normal. And next thing you know, they snapped it and ran the play, and, and we, we, we obviously snipped it out. But, but yeah, that was just an opportunistic play by our defense, obviously a momentum a momentum play off the first drive. But, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Chandler, speaking on Chandler's part, I mean, he's a guy that came in and we had full intention to him being a kick guy, you know, a, a field goal guy, a, a, a kickoff guy with a big leg. Um, and really, he's turned him in himself into a great punter, and that's just a testament to him. He's a good athlete, um, and and, and has, has mastered the craft. And, and really, he's a weapon. I mean, bottom line is he's been a weapon to this point. Obviously, our protection's been great, uh, you know, most of the year, and and gives him time to get the ball off. So um, just 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 been so p- pleased with Cameron and, and and his growth. And and Hayden had a good night the other night too. He was two of three, just missed the missed the one before halftime, hits the crossbar, had a pretty good wind on Saturday at times. Uh, so he's really bounced back and been really solid since uh, the first game of the year. And, uh, you know, just pleased with our overall specialist room for sure. Last thing, and then we'll hit a break here and come back with a beef report and our two-minute drill. 
you mentioned Coach Scott, and as your special teams coordinator, obviously he's going to, you know, take over the line, share that role. But I'm assuming, you know, that other folks are involved in that. How, yeah. how do you guys break the duties down on special teams? Well, it, it, it's it all goes through Coach Scott as the special teams coordinator. You know, schematically and just just some of the things we do, blocking wise and, and coverage wise. But every one of our coaches, other than our two coordinators, have a role on special teams. So uh, we'll have a punt. Let's just let's just take punt. Let's break it down. So uh, you know, we'll we'll have uh, Coach Jackson, our linebackers coach, coaches the shield. Uh, you know, our our uh, our uh, coach Coach Nelly coaches our front front line. Coach uh, Coach Johnson and, and Coach Cree coach our gunners who run down. So everybody's got a hand on most special teams uh, units, and and that, that's a big deal to us because I mean it keeps us engaged. Uh, you coach different players from different positions that you don't normally have in your meeting rooms. In other words, I may be coaching the the shield as Coach Jackson. Well, Fraser Rose is on the shield, you know, and he's an offensive lineman. So your linebackers coach is coaching him. So man, it just it just adds camaraderie. It adds adds uh, investment to the special teams unit as a whole. Um, and that's and most staffs I've been on have been that way. Uh, everything runs through the coordinator's eyes, but but again, everybody's got a hand in it. All right, we're going to take our final time out here. When we come back, we will go through, as I mentioned, the beef report brought to you by the Arkansas Beef Council and two-minute drill today. So we will get into all that, wrap things up here. Monday Night Football is underway. We will hand it off to them when we get finished here on Buzz 2. So uh, plenty more coming up, though. Stay tuned. Don't forget, again, Saturday, 83 degrees, perfect day to catch some football in the stripes, 4 o'clock kick with a 3 o'clock pregame on the UCA Radio Network. We're back in a second to wrap things up after this. Talking Bear football tonight on the Nathan Brown Show, presented by Walk On Sports Bistro in Conway, and broadcasting live from their location at 955 South Amity Road. They're going to fake it. Out to the kicker. Running wide. Bears are there. They stop him short. The trick play does not work. The Bears read it perfectly. David Walker, Jalen Bedell, not fooled. And the Bears will get it back. What's better than giving up three? Giving up none. All right, that was how it sounded on the UCA radio network as the Bears sniffed out that fake field goal by Southeast Missouri State on Saturday. This weekend, Coach, let's get to the beef report. Brought to you by the Arkansas Beef Council. Number 16 in the coaches' poll, 22 in the stats poll, 4-1 and one Austin P. And they have been uh, vying for the Kentucky championship, Coach. Beat Eastern last weekend, lost to Western Kentucky in an opening week. I don't know if there's a Central Kentucky they can get on the schedule, but they're they're playing just about everybody around there. This is a good football team, and obviously with the ranking, you know, a lot for you guys to gain, putting a feather in your cap, beating them this weekend. Yeah, it'd be a huge win. Obviously excited to get back on the stripes. Uh, and, and, and we have we have history with Austin P. I I mean, uh, you know, played them in uh, 2019 and played them in 2020. Uh, new new staff and 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 new uh, new players, but some similar players that we played against in the past. Young guys. I know Cameron Goffrey played has played against them twice. So uh, we've got players on our team that have that have, have played against them before. So uh, huge game again. You wouldn't want you wouldn't want it any other way. I mean, look, you're 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 a team that's uh, that 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 needs a win. We're zero. I told our team on Sunday night we're zero and zero in the ASUN conference. 
Uh, everything is ahead of us. We control our own destiny. Uh, things haven't gone our way to this point, but we really turned the page as a program after the Ole Miss game, getting beat like that. And look, we're one and one since then. Uh, won a big road game and lost a tough road game, you know. And so we get back home for two straight weeks. Uh, starting out with Austin P, who's really good, four and one. Played an extra game before us because they played week zero against Western Kentucky. Um, and we'll have to play good to beat them, just like we have to play good to beat anybody uh, on our schedule this year. So we're excited about the chance and the opportunity, uh, and and looking forward to playing against a great great team that's really well coached. Mike DeLillo, their quarterback, 81 on 135, 204 yards a game. He's 14 touchdowns, four interceptions a game. He's run for 304 yards, one of three guys who's over 300 yards rushing for their team. So you got a pretty good three-headed monster, and, and their quarterback's part of theirs. Yeah, very impressive. He's DeLillo is a, a really good football player. Again, a, a transfer quarterback from Middle Tennessee, a greedy kid, not a big kid. I mean, he's, he's, he's thick, you know, but, but not, not real tall. Um, just, a, just a good playmaker. I mean, he, he's efficient with his throws. He, they put him in position to be successful. They spread you out and, and, and put you in space, and he can make you miss. And, and uh, he had, you know, he's their leading rusher in a big win against Eastern Kentucky last week, and that's, that's obviously alarming and something you, you have to prepare for. Well, he's probably having fun, although if he'd stayed at Middle Tennessee, he could have been part of a win over Miami last week. Yeah, weekend, that was so. a big win there. Uh, there I, I have it written down here. They're big three receivers, but that's sort of tongue-in-cheek because their tallest guy is 5'11". But they, they got three productive dudes. This kind of reminds me of the old Florida teams, Coach. They have a bunch of little dudes that are out there making big plays. And, you know, you got one that's 5'8", 159, 1'5", But between them, they've got 30, 40, 50, 63 catches and almost 1,000 yards. And, oh, 12 TV, TDs, too. So Yeah, they're good. And, and they're quick. And, 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 and they can get on you on you fast in their routes. Very similar body types to, to Christian Richmond. You know, if you yeah. kind of picture our, our, our version of that. Um, who had a big game last week? Good to have him back um, off off of his injury, but uh, but yeah, they're they're going to be tough. They're going to be tough to deal with, and, and and on top of that, they've got a great run game. Coach, last week uh, we're going to get in our two minute drill. Your son Luke was our guest questioner. This week we're going to let Riley. It was uh, National Daughters Day, right? We had National Daughters Day this week, so Riley, perfect timing. Are you ready? Okay, so we're going to start right at the top there. All games inside of our. Games. Here, start right here. This one, this one right here. This Best one. and the worst tourist tourist spot you've ever been. What's the best and worst tourist spot you've ever been, Coach? Uh, yeah, the bet, the probably the best would be, um, man. I, so touristy, touristy type. I, oh, I, I enjoy New Orleans. I know you yep. do too. I you mean, know I do. And and this the the history there and the food. Um, oh, the food. You know, worst. I mean, uh, let's be real here, like. Who really likes Branson? Too many people. I only like it for golf. Well, that now that's true. Okay. I do agree with that. I do agree with that. All right, that's fair. The strip, though, eh, uh, I'll, you, I'll avoid that. Next time we go to Pocatello, make sure you go to the Museum of Clean Coach. You haven't lived. Beautiful. Great spot. All right, how about that one? Best concert you've ever seen. Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm not a big concert guy. you never been to any? I mean, I've been to a few. I used to like, I used to like What's the last concert you went to? Um, man. I'm not even sure. How about this? How about a scale one to ten? Riley, let me pull one in here. Scale one to ten, Rihanna halftime show. How, how excited are we? I mean, she, she's talented. Not really. I mean, five. Okay. Five. Usually, I'm, usually, usually I'm going to get some more nachos. You're like, is George Strait available? Can I get something else here? Uh, okay, there we go. How about this one? All games inside or all games outside Ooh. in the rain. All games inside or all games outside in the rain? Inside. I'm a quarterback. Come on now. Next. What position? Of off. 
Official. Official, you've yelled at the most. Oh, easily the sideline guys, the 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 back judge and the and the uh, the line judge. What do you what do you complain about the most when you're talking to those guys? The pass interference usually. Yeah, that, that's usually the one that gets gets me. I, and and I'll you be honest, the other, the other night, I, you know, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Okay. Holding. I don't like holding calls. Nobody I don't did. like holding penalties. I don't either. Cowboys. Giants. Giants. Yep. Cowboys are Giants Cowboys tonight. Are giants. Who you like? I'm actually taking the Giants. Okay. And I know the game's kind of going already. I'll spot you three points. The Cowboys are already up three. But I, so. but I'm, I, I, I like the Giants, man. Saquon Barkley, could you win some well, games with them? Well, Saquon Barkley's on Luke's fantasy team, so he needs to have a big night tonight. Okay. So that's, a, that's a big deal for him. All right. Riley, that was great. Good work. Good job. Very impressive. We'll get you back again. She won her soccer tournament on Saturday. So Congratulations. Yeah, they were champs. That's awesome. Let's hope that the family keeps the tradition rolling this week. No question. Coach, uh, I think we're almost out of time here. I can't hardly hear the music. There it is. Uh, good luck this week. Yeah, looking forward to it. Glad to be back home. Yeah, all Central Arkansas fans, whether you're a fan of football or not, this is a big game. Great atmosphere. Let's come support the Bears. Two weeks in a row. Thank goodness back on the stripes. We're going to say good night for Todd Pierce back in the studio. I'm Justin Acre. Appreciate Coach Brown and our players tonight. Cam Godfrey, Fraser Rose. Good stuff. We will join you at this uh, at Estes Stadium on Saturday. 3 o'clock pregame, 4 o'clock kick on the UCA Radio Network. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Good luck. Good night, everybody. We'll join you back here on Monday. The Nathan Brown Show has been presented live from Walk-On Sports Bistro in Conway and brought to you in part by the Arkansas Beef Council, Splash Car Wash, La Quinta Inn and Suites Conway, Conway Regional, AT&T, Highland Dairy, DDS Dentures and Implants, HD Roofing and Construction, and Conway Corp.